Hello and welcome to FTP for Triathlon People. I have no idea what episode this is. Um, I'm Morgan. I'm Cameron. And uh, did you think we forgot about you? Because... Because we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. We're still here. But you probably forgot about us, sad face. Honestly, it simultaneously feels like last week and a year ago. Yeah. So, if you didn't already hear, the reason for our, <laughs> I don't know, what's the right word? Absence. Absence was because we got a little puppy. Yeah. So Her name's Ahsoka. She's a black German Shepherd. And she's a terror, but also perfect. So, we've been sort of I don't we've know. been parenting it really feels like having a kid and I know we've talked at length many times about like how do you be a triathlete and be a parent and let me tell you oh my goodness it's hard work and yeah. we can put her in a crate I know so we can't put a baby in a crate yeah so props to all the actual parents out there <laughs> if you have gone nine months plus right how long is it actually it's like 40 weeks how many months? Of pregnancy? That? Yeah, 10 months. Apparently it's 10 months, yeah. Golly. If you've gone nine plus, nine to 10 months with a growing infant inside of you with who knows what comes along with that, and then birthed it, and then recovered, because we all know there's some recovery there, and then started caring for that child, at this point she knows sit. She knows stay, kind of. Yeah. She definitely knows come. Yeah. Yeah, we've she's been... a perfect angel, but she's taking up a lot of our time. I think it's changed a lot of how we do things. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess a little bit. A lot more planning goes into our day. Yeah, but it's been good. So we've been busy with that. Um, training has gone okay, I guess. I don't know. We've... I've been missing tea runs. Yeah, um, we Boulder went back into like a red phase, so things sort of like got a little worried that things would shut down again here. Um, like the gyms got a little bit more restrictive. Everything here basically like shut down for like indoor stuff. Like, but luckily the pool is like technically open. Yeah, they just been a, more restrictive on how many people can be in, and for some reason they are the households. Yeah, you can't. We were sharing a lane, but now we can't for some reason. But and they didn't whatever. tell us until we showed up. We like booked one lane, and then we showed up, and we were like, we're in lane seven, and he was like. Oh. Uh, today we decided you can't share a lane. And we were like, okay. Yeah. And he was like, well, luckily I have availability. Yeah, but things have been sort of bleak around the world with COVID. Um, I think pretty much every race, I mean, Ironman canceled every race, at least in the, in North America for the remainder of the year. Um, and I think the only remaining race, real big race is Daytona. Mm-hmm. Um, which is this coming weekend yeah there were a couple of races that actually went on that we saw like uh yeah like cosmel like happened so, so much has happened since we last spoke i know i was thinking about it and like we haven't talked to we, we haven't new done it since president-elect yeah we haven't done it since <sighs> middle end of october yeah I, think. I know last time we signed off we were like it'll be like one week two weeks maybe three weeks yeah. how many weeks has it been it's five. been like five or six. Yeah. Sorry, we've been so absent. This time kind of just blurs together. Yeah, but it's been good. Um, the the dog really has taken up a lot of our time. I know. But she's getting better every day. She's napping right now. She's getting more and more used to us being on our bike trainer, which is nice. That that was like the biggest concern, was like trying to manage like because in the beginning we were like having to stagger workouts in order to like 
make sure she doesn't like lose her mind or pee everywhere while we're working out and she's getting really good she's getting really used to her crate and she sleeps most of the time when we're on our bikes and stuff so she sleeps a lot she's a good sleeper yeah at least when she, we want her to sleep yeah sometimes she's the one she's most energized is for some reason like right after she poops and like dinner, like right when we want to sit down and eat dinner, it's like You're that's like, it's when she's party like, time. oh, nope, we're going to party. So <laughs> one of us eats dinner basically while the other person manages the dog. <sighs> so we stopped staggering workouts, started staggering meals. Yeah, it's, it's been good. Um, I don't know. What else do you have to say about how training has gone? Um, I've been doing 10Ks. Does that I don't been... even think... I did it. I did the first 10k I did when we were doing the podcast still. Yeah. And I told everyone I was disappointed. Right. Because I went out too fast and then like ostensibly couldn't finish it. Right. I don't know if ostensibly is really the right word there, but like effectively I couldn't finish it. I finished it, but there was some pausing. Then... But then the last one I did, I finished. I was really proud of. Yeah. Um I think I overestimated my pacing on it, honestly. The first time I was aiming for like what was I aiming for? Like 6.30 for a 10K? Uh, I thought it was like 6.45. No, I was aiming for 6.30. I ended up doing about 6.45, oh. I think, with the pauses. And then the second time around, I ended up doing 6.45 without any pauses, oh. which was good. And then <sighs> TS2, our team just did a... We've done a couple of like team time trials. Which is really or like fun. Not team time trials, more like time trials as a team and like it's not like racing it's more just like hey how'd you do yeah like competing sort of like against each other quote unquote but like yeah it's it's been good sort of like getting like baselines for the whole team which has been exciting and it's fun to just have the kind of like almost like race day vibes yeah like obviously we're not together but we're all doing it at the same time on yeah the same day it's been good and then um what other news has happened morgan finally bought a smart trainer oh my gosh and i got a deal and a half on it yeah, you were originally went with like I was originally gonna go with a partner um bike shop we have with the team. Yeah. That was able to get us like a team deal because we were buying a bunch of them. Right. Um and it was a really good deal. I was like I was literally like, I'm about to get this. And then Black Friday came around and there was this local shop in California that had their trainers marked down like thirty percent, which is a huge deal. Already a better yeah. deal than I was getting. Um, and then I like, didn't check out, like, you know how sometimes when you leave your cart and you get an email that's like, Oh, you forgot these things in your cart. Right. I got an email from them. that was like, you forgot these things in your cart. Here's 10% more off to like sweeten the deal. And so I was able to like stack those deals and get 40% off. So I got a really good deal and it was free shipping because it was so expensive apparently. Yeah, it was good. So that, that'll get here. Wednesday. So by the time this posts... Hopefully. I will have a smart trainer, though I won't have, like... Yeah, all of it ready. Yeah. But we're, like, as close, like, because I think things are going to... Or Morgan has basically committed to riding outside as... as for <laughs> That was a segment I wanted to talk about. For as long as possible. She's <laughs> literally, like, completely geared up. Not geared up, but, like, she just, just, like, goes okay. out in, like, basically a winter jacket. And so I'm going to be honest. I'm geared up in only your gear. Yeah, I mean, like, what I don't even have that much gear. Like, you, you would wear my gloves, like my cycling gloves, and my, like, cycling jacket. But, okay, so this is what I've been wearing. For those of you who also would like to ride outside for as long as physically possible, um, the biggest issues for me have been toes and hands. Right. So, gloves have been game changers. 
And yours are like, they're particularly windproof, right? I think they are windproof, yeah. Um, and so they're like, they have like, like they have a thermal like fleece lining, which comes in handy and is really inside, warm. Yeah. Um, but the windproof piece is what I think is really, yeah, it's like a fleecy inside. Um, but the windproof outside is really critical, I think, because... Like, when you're down in aero, that's what is really getting the brunt of the wind and the cold. Yeah. And it wouldn't be that cold if you weren't going at 20 to 30 miles per hour, right? Yeah. Um, so, gloves are great. And then the other thing is that, um, not to plug one of our, like, effectively partners, but um, Beliga socks make a really good wool, um, like, crew sock. And I've been wearing those. And those are keeping my feet really warm. I don't have shoe covers yet. That's on my... Um, my wish list, but but like sans shoe covers, I've been wearing wool socks, um, just leggings over top of regular bibs. Um, and I'm wearing kind of like an older pair of leggings because I don't want them to get like, I don't want to mess up a good pair of leggings. And then like an Under Armour base layer, a jersey, and then a windbreaker. And that's been like pretty much it. And then if it gets really cold, I was wearing your hat, like a thin, thin thermal hat but it's been not too bad and i went out the coldest was 30 degrees i think yeah i think you're nuts honestly (laughs) i'll take it i'll be nuts yeah i don't know i think i just like i don't know i i hope that you'll like indoor riding more when you have your smart trainer but we'll see i think i don't know i just i i just like riding inside especially for interval workouts i just feel like i'm doing more and I'm, like, actually, like, building fitness more than when I ride outside. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't, I think I'm still pushing the same power outside, and I'm getting, I'm kind of getting bike handling skills hand in hand with that. We talked to an FTP fan and our friend Billy, who came to visit last weekend. Um, we were talking about, like, executing a workout outside versus executing it inside, and of course there's, like, freewheeling, right, and there's obviously like you're slowing down at stop signs stopping at stop signs slowing down around turns and whatnot but um I find that like I'm able to pretty much find a pretty good non-stop course once I get to my main set like the warm-up part for me I've kind of taken as like just get to the spot where you can do your main set yeah when I'm riding outside so I'm like trying to do the intervals or like the you know 30 seconds right, 30 seconds left, those kinds of things as much as I can. But I'm not taking the warm-up too seriously, whereas if I were inside, I'd be really trying to get that number exactly in the warm-up. And then the main set, again, we've talked about this before, that I am I think it's relatively easy as long as you put your mind to it to like execute the main set when you're out in like a open area. Yeah. So I still stand by outside riding, and I will ride until it's too icy for me to ride. Cam said, literally, what did you say? If I get this new trainer and I don't ride it, yeah, just, you're going to take it? Yeah, I don't. I, I want to take it already. <laughs> we'll see, man. So, yeah. I, what else has happened, really? I, I think, think we're back else. to swimming. I think yeah. we're swimmers again. I, don't, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I'm not feeling like I'm drowning every time. Yeah. That feels better. It feels better. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Yeah, swimming's been good, running's been good, and biking's been good. I can't really think of much else. Our race is still on right now. So far. But they, that's what I was saying. Like, Ironman Cozumel happened. Mm-hmm. That was one of the races that actually did happen that hasn't been canceled. Um, so hopefully that spells good things for Puerto Rico. 
in March. I mean, we'll see what happens in this winter and the months leading up. But uh, I saw something on their Puerto Rico's Instagram page that was like Puerto Rico is like the first. I don't know what does it say. The first destination to obtain the safe travel stamp. Puerto so, Rico was. We really should have just that, stayed in Puerto Rico. Yeah, they've done all. Well, I don't want to say they've done better, but I just feel like they were. I mean, it's just a smaller population, but yeah. So there's that. Um, hopefully, it still happens, but I don't know. I guess going into some bit, I'll just sprinkle try news throughout. But like, yeah. basically. It's just mind-boggling to me because there are a lot of races here recently in the time that we were gone that have, were canceled, and they're canceled like kind of the same way that Ironman races were canceled in the very beginning of COVID, yeah. where they were like, "Well, we're just gonna wait until the week before, like four days, before. four days before." In the case of seventy point three Texas, and cancel the event, and like pro athletes were literally like basically like in the airport when they got the call. They had the they had the pro right. race briefing the night before that to me is the most like almost yeah like it's backhanded thing to do because they knew you know they knew yeah they definitely knew or like yeah it'd just be astonishing unless like the mayor of wherever galveston was like uh no this can't yeah. happen actually you're right and yeah it's just uh, it's really awful so I mean that's literally what happened to us in Puerto Rico. We were there what three days. It got canceled three days before the race. Yeah, we were already and, there, and I'm know, sure athletes were already in Texas when it got canceled. Right, and it takes such an emotional toll too to, like we've talked about obviously the physical nature of like being tapered and having that yeah. peak and planning everything out right and and yeah and the financials too. The financials, yeah. Who said they had like four grand? The Mets, Metzler. Yeah. Justin Messler was like, I've basically sunk like $4,000 into this right now. And they can't go. And yeah, they can't but... go. It's just like such a bummer. But like the the mental exhaustion of like getting the jitters, like the the taper week jitters, right? And having all of that and yeah, getting excited and, and planning your race plan and the mental training. It's just, I can't imagine going through that again and again and again. And Ironman Arizona was canceled. Um, and that was canceled after... 70.3 Arizona actually happened like two weeks after but that was I think they did it two weeks before the race or one week or one or one or two weeks before the race and that's like literally prime time taper time for an Ironman Iron it's like that's awful um what was the other race Florida I think it was Ironman Florida got canceled or sorry no not Ironman I think Ironman 70.3 one of the 70.3s in Florida got canceled the the full Ironman actually went off and that was where the first athlete with down syndrome actually completed it yes and that was really awesome to to see or at least follow briefly but like that made huge news um i was like even on like espn and like the today show and i know it was really cool to see but yeah congratulations to chris nickich um that, that was just really cool to see and super inspiring i just like yeah we talk about how hard our training is and i just bumping it up to an iron man i know Hopefully, the first, isn't hopefully this like furthers Ironman and triathlon. But like that same like note, I saw another thing this past week that was like Ironman is lowering the prize purse for pro athletes yet again. God bless. It's so interesting because like Daytona and like some of these big PTO races are just like expanding the prize purse, and it's like. Is it because the Ironman CEO needed his annual raise? Do you think? Uh, the the problem is is that like Ironman again has a foothold on the entire 
like market and there's nothing we can do about it and well there is something we we are the consumer right yeah and like, but nobody we have else all like power. challenge doesn't have races in the united states they have like a couple they have like a couple they have daytona and they just announced miami it's like right that's really not enough to but i do think they're like moving in that direction especially with like lanzarote being such a big deal and roth being such a big deal right Lanzarote's Iron Man. I thought it was Challenge Lanzarote. No. Oh, I think I'm Man. just conflating Lucy then. So, yeah. I, I just... There isn't a bigger brand, which stinks. So, anyways. What else What else really happened? That was sort of a tangent on news from our... Taylor Spivey's is in Boulder. Yeah, there have been a lot of athletes in Boulder recently. I think... I, I think saw even, her. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys. You know how much I love Taylor Spivey. And I was out for one of my chilly little outdoor rides. And I was just chugging along, heading into one of my intervals. And all of a sudden, on the horizon, I see pearly white teeth and 100% glasses. And I literally yelled across the street, Taylor! And she was like, hi! I just woke Ahsoka up. Too many (laughs) high-pitched voices. Um, But she was also with um, a man. Who would she be riding with? out here no idea could it have been ivan i have no idea Gorneman or whatever but he made some sort of celebratory noise what's the noise that they do what's the word like, I-A? yeah it was kind of like that but not like that it was like more repetitive anyway it was a great moment we're all great friends now and it was yeah. just great a brush with fame yeah um i have a feeling i had something else to say we had I I was gonna say uh, sort of on I guess uh, what is it redacted what I had previously said. Uh oh. Well, I've had I had a couple of Zwift races over the break. Okay. Um, and I finally hit level forty five after like annoyingly disconnecting from Wait, Zwift. Wait, yeah, single... you should tell this little saga. Well, I was just like for I think maybe like four Zwift rides in a row, so it's like five hours of Zwift time. Probably yeah. it was it might have been like six, honestly. Yeah, with the rides we've been doing lately. And for some reason, I was doing the rides, but I was the only person in, like, the world. <laughs> and, like, for some reason, it wasn't connected to Wi-Fi, even though it was connected to Wi-Fi. And, and like, it was doing something, right? Like, there was something yeah, that showed I, you that so it was connected. I was, I was technically leveling up, but, mm-hmm. like, offline leveling up doesn't count for whatever reason. I think because you could, like, theoretically cheat. So how many times did you level so up? So I leveled up to, like, 45, which is, like, the last big milestone of, like, uh, like unlocking actual valuable things. I leveled up to level 45 <laughs> literally, like, every single time I rode. And then I was like, you what were, like, is just happening? so close. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? This is so frustrating. And then I finally connected. I finally hit level 45. So I finally unlocked the 858 and disc and whatever. So so I had then I had a race, like, the next week. And I had read on all the Zwift things that the fastest bike was the Specialized S-Works Venge with the 858 and zip disc okay and just flat out in general that's yeah the that's that's thing. the fastest oh we've talked about this on the podcast no we haven't or oh. we maybe talked about it in the past right yeah. and i said that's the fastest bike yeah, technically yeah. according to zwift or whatever zwift, zwift. forums yeah, whatever yeah. it is but so i raced it and i was like this just like i raced on like technically a pretty rolly course it wasn't like a big hill climb but there were some pretty steep climbs pretty gradual climbs it was like very rolly and um and i was like this just doesn't feel fast like i feel like i'm pushing a lot of power and i'm just getting dropped like 
Okay, it's well, also, normal. four out of the five top people... Oh, yeah, but also... <laughs> or three out of the five top people were cheating. No, I was... I ended up getting second, but first and third around me were both cheating, so that One was... guy, you were chatting with somebody. I was chatting with somebody, and... Cam was actually... Let's preface, or rather, let's... Um, I was telling Morgan what to type. I was and Morgan enjoying always... my pre- or post-bike... Crime euphoria. show, probably. Yeah, crime show. And Cam just kept sh- waving his hands really big because I had both my headphones in, so I couldn't. Well, hear you're him. like my like secretary when I do my excuse me. Oh my sorry. Okay, uh, you're my manager, if nothing manager. else. I was gonna say my pit crew. Fine. Pit crew, but uh, yeah, this one guy who was in the who ended up winning it. He apparently, according to Zwift, <laughs> he what did he end up averaging? It was like exactly like. No, 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 that was the guy in third. The guy in third maintained 5.6 watts per kilogram <laughs> the entire race, like, no matter what. But whatever he got too far in front of he us... He would just stop. Then, then his power would drop to zero, and he would drop back, and then he would kick right back to 5.6. Which is why the guy you were... I was chatting with via your chat... The guy who ended up winning... Oh, I he didn't said, realize he beat you. Yeah, yeah. He ended up saying that he thought he was on a spin bike and he wasn't cheating. But I was like, yeah, there's no No, 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 no. He was saying he thought he was on a spin bike that it was, like, set to a certain power. And I think what he was saying is that, like, you can basically rig your spin bike to, like, output a certain amount of power. I don't, I don't like, think so. Like, that's another thing about those bikes. What, Pelotons? Yes. Someone, I will not name names, posted a video of their Like power Peloton. meter? Yeah. And yeah. it was like, you're at 25% of FTP, and they were pushing, like, 400 watts. Yeah. And I was like, hello? <laughs> that's absolutely physically yeah, impossible. Yeah, but that's, like, why, like, the actual big-time Zwift races, you have to have, like, a credible power meter. Mm-hmm. They have, like, a list of approved power meters and a list of approved smart trainers. Like, they have, like, ones that are, like, notoriously not accurate or notoriously, like, read high. Well, is it possible that person who, that the guy you were chatting with thought was on a spin bike was on, like, no, no, some no. sort of Peloton derivative? Well, I mean, that was the guy who got third. The guy who ended up winning, the guy who didn't mean, the guy, just another guy. He was not cheating. He, he was, was good. Uh, he didn't seem like he was cheating, but I think in the end he was cheating because his, oh. at the end, his average power was 460 watts. His average heart rate was 142. So that means that he literally is a better athlete than Lionel Sanders. Who people have, who people have like called out on yeah, having like, too low of a heart uh, rate. Too low of a heart rate for how much power he can push. And Lol. yeah, so I was like, yeah, that guy's cheating Honestly, too. Okay, why? Why cheat in Zwift? Like, is it just so you can be like, I want a Zwift race? I don't know. That's the thing is like, I like what I encourage you, like everybody to do when they have Zwift is just like literally... Put in whatever your real weight is. Yeah, just and like from there you'll only improve. And right. like I think and that's then the biggest you won't thing. be shocked when you get off Zwift and you can't push whatever watts per yeah, kilogram but like, you were pushing. Yeah, and like it's just like how I just don't understand why in the Zwift world I'm getting passed by like literally everyone and then it comes to onto the road oh and like everybody's riding at nine miles an hour and i'm like what is happening okay but also speaking of past i didn't tell you this the other day it was getting cold it was dusk and i was out on my bike and i was cold i was wearing gloves full socks the whole shebang the whole nine yards Mm -hmm. and some guy and okay i was also cooling down i was doing like 95 watts but anyway some guy comes screaming by me on like a gravel bike wearing just like a short sleeve t-shirt like flowing in the wind and shorts and just like clear goggles and he gave me a little wave when he went past and i was like sir i commend you you're amazing wild but yeah like i didn't mean to interrupt you no but um 
I completely agree. Yeah, but like I guess on another Lionel Sanders note, yeah. it was like right after we went off the air, he we recommended you watch it. Yes, that was literally I think like our last or like we said that was I think I recorded our last episode. I think that next or like the day that the episode dropped was his attempt. Yeah, but you probably already saw he attempted the hour record and or he attempted to break the Canadian hour record and he ended up doing so by a wide margin. By, yeah, by a lot. He really crushed it. The guy who he beat it from was actually commentating and and was a little sassy. Yeah, I kind of like at he, first. You like at first he was like kind of like wow I want no other person like yeah. another person is good enough or like I can't think of a better person to take my record but at the end he was like well you know the rules have changed and I think if I trained enough for it I could probably Nuh-uh. beat Lionel's attempt. He and said stuff. that. Yeah, I mean like Whoa. it went from like going like wow I can't be more proud Great of this work, guy yeah. to like yeah I'm better. And it's like. <laughs> Wow, dude, you must you know, be a definitely an age group triathlete because that's exactly how every age group triathlete talks. Like, if I just train like one more hour and I invest five thousand more dollars a month, I skip that one swim, and that's uh, yeah. Or like there was a. Um, he's like old now too. I think he's like, there's there's no way he's touching that record. He said something like, you know, someone else is going to come and break this. Like records are meant yeah. to be broken, what, broken, which is like true. Yeah, records are meant to be broken. But like, Great. why would you say that right as he's like crossing yeah. the finish line? Just it was like, very such a negative taste. It's it very yeah. I don't know. Right. But but like, I feel like I'm honestly, all kinds of words. Lionel, that, I thought that attempt was really awesome. There was a ton mm-hmm. of people watching, like big cycling stars, and again, I think just it just harps on what we've been saying for quite some time, saying that triathletes are like the fittest athletes in the world, and like a couple of people got off their bikes at the Giro, right? No, 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 they were like riding, but it was like after the stage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I don't mean they stopped riding to watch it. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I, I mean, again, I I think just like if any triathlete was a one sport athlete, they would definitely compete dominate. with pretty much any pro. So they ended up riding 51.304 kilometers. Do you know what the old record was? Wasn't it I think it was like, 50? I think it was 48. Jeez. So like he wanted his like primary goal was obviously to break that record. Mm-hmm. Then his secondary goal was to break. 50. 50 kilometers an hour and then his like tertiary goal was to break Jens Voigt's record which was the initial hour record after the most recent UCI hour record adjustments um and that was like 51.1 I think so I ended up breaking all three of his goals but it's crazy to think though that um the current hour record holder whose name I'll look up right now um he still he I mean he went fifty five. That's not a sound effect, folks. That's Cam Victor, actually typing. Victor Campenarts. Victor Crumb. No, Victor Campenarts. Um, yeah, that he. Let me just get what he actually went. He went fifty five point zero eight nine. So literally four kilometers more, which is like that's literally. Jeez, what six, year did that was that set? That was last year, twenty nineteen. Oh, wow. okay. So. That, I mean, that's literally, like, 16 more laps, which yeah. is, like, that's just insane, so. But also, keep in mind, probably Victor Campenart is a track cyclist, right? He's a, he, no, he's not track, I mean, he's a, like, cyclist. I guess, he's yeah. He's a time trials. But, but, again, also on the same note, um, I guess, I think, like, literally a couple of weeks after Lionel did this, I think he inspired people to go after the hour record and make it a big thing again because Alex Dowsett, who is a big-time British 
um, time trialist, cyclist, and he actually at one point held the hour record. Um, he also rode for Canyon that, at that time, and he, uh, Lionel actually borrowed one of his bikes to for his attempt. <laughs> But he announced that he was going to try and go after the hour record again, like the actual world record. Honestly, let's keep doing it. I think it's exciting. It's really cool. And um, and you can socially distance. Just one person on the track. Yeah. But uh, he announced he was doing it, and it was going to be this big thing. But then uh, he like just recently tested positive for COVID, and so that's all been delayed. So, yeah. Um, what else happened? I feel like we're, like, interspersing what we've done worth with No, I think this is good. This is fine. Yeah. We'll get back to, like, structured podcasts. I promise. We or just whatever. Have so or much let us know if this about. is better. Yeah, if you freaking love us just... Talking. Chit-chatting. The, really, what's happening is I'm staring at Soka. She's now curled up into... A little ball Kind of fetal position. Yeah, she's readjusting. Make sure to follow Morgan at Master <laughs> to get all of your Ahsoka content as I'm she grows up. The Master and Commander. The Master and Commander. <laughs> yes. We were just looking at pictures of her from like two weeks ago and she's already pretty much doubled in size. Yeah, she's going to be she's very big. Huge. Anyway, sorry for the tangent. Um, What else has really happened? Can't really think of much else that's happened, like with our training, etc. Can you think of much I don't really else? No, yeah. I think. I, oh, gonna... I wanted to talk about we we were gonna get or like we, I, I we didn't really see a lot of good Black Friday sales. Oh my gosh! Don't even get me started. One hundred percent on Black Friday. Like hundred percent, like, the glasses. Yeah, sorry. Sunglasses. Um, was. <laughs> Giving a free pair of socks with your $200 or more purchase. And then today for Cyber Monday, a $25 gift card. Yeah. And I'm like, your glasses are like $300. They're not cheap. But we also know they don't cost that much to make. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like, I And then everyone else is doing like 20% off sales. Which I know this has been a really hard year for everyone. But I I do think retail is one space that like hasn't really been affected. Like I've bought What do you mean retail? Like, I disagree like, with that. My active wear stuff. I've bought like way more eh. sports bras than I ever would have in the Yeah, past. but I think small businesses have really small been Small businesses, affected. definitely. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not trying to like be like, oh, everything's fine. I know it's not, but. No, I don't know. But yeah, there, were, there weren't too many like grand, grand sales. I, the, I think the best one we were, we've been hesitant on it all week has been Norma, <laughs> the Normatex went on sale. We've approximately an hour and a half more yeah they they were 450 dollars <laughs> off which is a lot so they were only like 800 like i think a little over 800 dollars for a pair and it's a pretty good deal that's 400 bucks a piece for you and i but i decided against it because i because can't make the executive decisions in this household no apparently. no because <laughs> i think everybody's job both of our job i think at least my job is fully at risk right now of, yeah no, I think I think it's smart to be careful, and I think yeah. like, yeah. And honestly, that deal's mm-hmm. good, but like eight hundred dollars is still like a, a ton it's of a money, of and money. I still think that's overpriced for what that is. Uh, on the other that thing note, you're looking at oh, what? Go ahead. I was gonna talk about the guns, the massage guns. Yeah. Yes. So I've I was also looking at <laughs> massage guns this last week because it was also like went on a semi sale. There wasn't anything that was like great, but. Uh, basically my conclusion, my statements or my research has shown that the things that you want to look out for are of the, with these massage guns, you want to make sure it's a percussion device rather than just a vibrating device, which apparently in some of my reviews, 
say that the hypervolts, the ones that are like from the same company as Normatec, are actually vibrating ones, even though like they advertise that they're percussion. Can you can so you explain I, what percussion is? is I have no idea. Oh, okay. Well, I'm pretty sure it means that it literally goes in and out. Yeah, in, like, I think big, so. Like breaking motions. Yeah, and not just like a like a not really just a vibration. I think the vibration part is pretty intuitive, but the percussive yeah. part is not. Like percussive, when you think about it, is like hitting, right? And yeah, that's what we I, I don't I don't know what defines that, but. I don't know. So anyways, um, that's one thing to look out for, which I think most of them advertise that, 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 that they are, I don't know how, what the truth of how, or how you tell if that is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing you want to look out for is like the revolutions per minute, the RPMs. Um, I think the, like most of them you want, like at least most I've seen range somewhere between 2,400 to 3,200 RPMs. And that's like, I guess the gold standard, um and like obviously adjusting the speed of the rpms some of them only have like a few speeds whereas some of them have like 80 speeds or 80 or like totally customizable whoa like the theragun Mm -hmm. uh that one has like you can do anywhere in the realm of like 1200 to 2400 rpms and you can literally do any custom rpm that you want and it'll do it but you wouldn't want to go higher like the 36 end of that spectrum it doesn't go above that. But I'm saying, like, you said that some of them do. Well, they go up to 3,200 max I've seen. Right. And so, like, would it be better to have an option of anywhere from 12, 12 to, to 32? Sure. Like, where would your ideal window be? So, I don't... I don't know. See, my thing is, like, then the next component of this is, like, the depth that it goes, mm-hmm. which is, like, the measured as amplitude. And so the top of the line name brand or like the Theragun reaches 16 millimeter depth okay. as an amplitude, whereas the Hypervolt only goes, I think, like 12 or 14. Some of them only go like 10, and apparently that's like not enough for like, I guess that's enough for most people. But like, I think a lot of like, for at least I'm being, I'm probably being advertised <laughs> I'm too. I'm like low key feeling like I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between 16 and I don't know. A lot of the reviews I've been reading have been saying that it's not that's deep enough. So I know, small. I know, but apparently that's what they say. So, so like millimeters, yes, but they say it's not deep enough. And especially for like serious athletes, which ultra athletes Kim's are literally quoting the Theragun website. Oh right? my gosh. No, <laughs> I'm because I was almost, I almost bought like a hundred dollar Amazon one. Yeah. So, so like the, the ones like the what i don't even know what i was talking about the whatever you're saying for serious athletes say that like for serious like athletes who like are actually care about them then you should like actually invest in like the professional grade ones yeah like and it wasn't even just like if serious athletes that actually care about it you said something about pain tolerance you said something yeah about, yeah like, really and they said wanting the effect of like of a like massage. deep like tissue yeah. massage and like actual like fascia breakdown and stuff like that like right. then you need to look into something like this that's like it probably isn't actually going to feel good anymore. It's actually like going to hurt, but that, like, like the foam rolling, like foam rolling, yeah. And that's like that's what you want, and that's what athletes actually want is to like, I want to recover and like break my muscle down, basically. Whereas like if you're looking just to like, mm, this feels nice, then like maybe you should actually get like an Amazon one and like, and it'll be like a comforting, yeah, massage. and it'll be yeah. yeah, like actually like a nice massage, but. But if you're looking to like, so that and then yeah, also like how many heads it has. Uh, but the other thing, like, a lot of the reviews I was reading were, like, some of the cheap ones on Amazon. Not cheap ones, but, like, the ones, the, like, 
cheaper end of the spectrum they like i sure they advertise that they go like 16 millimeters like the same as a theragun mm -hmm. but like in practicality when they're actually like trying to push into your muscles the like motor isn't strong enough to actually like go that deep so right so anyways that was he a, has made his decision his decision is the most expensive option as per usual. Whatever. <laughs> Kim, you have the most expensive taste out of anyone. I know. And then, and then I have this whole thing. I was like, okay, so, like, massage guns are pretty, like, simple. And there's been, like, 800 knockoffs of them, right? Yeah. And then I was like, well, maybe Normatex are the same way. <laughs> and so I looked and pretty much, no. There's, there's like, Normatex and Rapid Reboot. And then, like, that's virtually it. So I don't really understand though. Like, why isn't it also like a pretty basic science? Yeah, I I, I don't just know. Just air. It's literally just like compressing air. You know what I think we should get? What? A waterbed. Ew. No. <laughs> Have you ever been on one? No, but that, oh, they're awful. The compressed air just made me think about like, what if I just laid down no. in the waterbed? No. What if we did the podcast from a waterbed? <laughs> no, they're so loud and whooshy and ugh. Have you awful. been on a waterbed? Yeah, I don't remember. I was when I was a kid. Ugh, they're not fun. Do they even make them anymore? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Is that a liability? Do you need like separate renter's insurance for like, a waterbed? Water <laughs> I don't know. So, anyways, that was that. Um, went over the fastest Zwift bike, all that stuff. I guess, do you want to talk Cam's Corner quick about all the stuff that I've seen? Heck yeah. Let's do it. Oh, I do have a note before we go into that. Um, winter riding mitts. I guess you already sort of described that. But those are like the things on the handlebars. <laughs> okay. Holy mackerel. Yeah, Revolutionary. I can't, I, I can't believe Morgan didn't know what these were. <laughs> or you hadn't seen them in Boulder. Everybody has them. What was I Googling? You were Googling... Just gloves? Like cycling gloves because you were looking to buy some. Because there's... So, we, I want to get like just like what you have, but I don't want to wear yours anymore because I feel bad I'm like stealing all of your cold weather gear. Well, I ride inside, so it's fine. And the nice They're all really expensive. Like, yeah, quality cycling is still 70 like, to 100 bucks. Yeah. Like, minimum. Yeah, the, but this is also the thing. Why, why is cycling so expensive? What is yeah. the need to charge 70 to $100 for, for literally a $20 piece of cloth? The but, windbreaker jackets that are like not even insulated are like 120 bucks. Oh, no. If you look on Castelli, they're probably. Oh, <sighs> I'm looking like lower end. I know. Those ones on Castelli and Santini, those are like three, four, or five hundred dollars See, that's the dream. Rinny, if don't... there's anything you own that's Caselli that you don't actually like, feel free to send it my way. I know, honestly. Um, Tim, I'm sure Cam could fit into your stuff. So, <laughs> um, no, but so and then bibs are like minimum 120. I found one pair on sale for 110. Oh, like the like winter, pants like bibs. the pamps bibs. Yeah, yeah, and the other thing you have to look for is like to make sure that they're padded because some of them don't even have a chamois. Oof. Yeah, some of them literally, and they're not even less money. It's like so. Would that just be like if you, as if you're wearing leggings like you're doing now? Yeah, but bib leggings. They also have just. Yeah, but leggings. would you wear a, like a? I'd wear bibs underneath them. Yeah, underneath still. That's yeah. what they want you to do. So I'd wear like my regular short, like cycling shorts, cycling and then put bibs. another pair of bibs over top. That are yeah, that are like, like warmer ish. Yeah, that's so like dumb. Thermal. It is kind of silly. I guess so, it might work for some people. I know also some ladies wear like really, really short, short bike shorts, like almost undies. Yeah. And that's like a new thing. Like booty shorts, not undies even. Not even like Holly Lawrence riding in her bathing suit, but like booty short bit, like shorts with huh. like a chamois in them. 
I can't imagine that that would be comfortable. Your girl can't even run in short shorts, but whatever. Um, I feel like I'd be just like trying to fix it so my butt isn't out the whole time. But these winter mitts. <laughs> winter mitts. Okay, do they like hook up to your handlebars? Yeah, they're like attached to your handlebars. Oh my gosh. Okay, if you don't know what these are, just quickly Google them. We all know you're like on your phone at work listening to this. So quickly Google what they are. Cycling mitts. And they basically like are on your bike and you just stuff your hands in them. Yeah. They're like little caves for your hands. Yeah. And they're like, and so you can just take your hands out of them. You could probably honestly wear gloves and put them in them. Yeah. They're like, it's basically like a windshield for your hands. Yeah. When you Are they like fuzzy? Like, do they have like, I have no idea what the inside, inside is, but I mean, that's what all the commuters here in Boulder have on their bikes. Yeah. I guess if I were commuting, I would definitely, yeah. definitely get those. I think, I think if you're commuting, I think you need to invest in some of this stuff. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, it's all cheaper than a car, even all put together. Right. There you go. And you don't have to pay for gas or anything. but Or really maintenance if you learn how to do it yourself. Yeah, so. Yeah, cycling mitts, wild. man. Freaking crazy, but I'm going to stick with just gloves for now. <laughs> I might get mittens. I've told Morgan, I think my thing is I can't ride winter riding on a road bike. It's mm-hmm. just too fast and too cold. But I think I on could. On a high bike. Or I don't, uh, oh, maybe. You said I should get a road I, bike. I think, ride. yeah, but it just feels like tri bikes just don't feel as like durable and like especially yeah. in winter riding i'm My like there's salt bike. it's cold it's rainy it's wet it's like i just feel like a road bike and like gravel and stuff like i just feel like that's just better suited remember when i emailed that craigslist person about the bike yes but that's not they a... just responded to me what'd they say yes i still have the bike oh i'm about to buy this you like should get it vintage sure. trek yeah it's really cool it is really cool but um yeah, I, I told Morgan, I think if we had mountain bikes, I think I might ride. Because I just feel like it's slower and the wind isn't as cold, and but, like, you're still working up a sweat when you're going, like, Yeah, but that feels slow. more like cross-training. Like, but that's I'm not cross-training. It's still cycling. Not, but you're not, I mean, but you're not going to be able to do, like, classic 2 by 20 Like, you're not going to be able to do, like, hit specific Yeah, but I think there's still for... value for mountain biking. I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'm just I saying, think you like, could. I like, think what about... a different purpose like what if you went on a long sustained climb like you did That's up right. in rolling yeah. with with Paige. yeah we love and Paige. oh my gosh matt and Paige, man we need to get back in the stew yeah but so like what if you did that like you could do a long climb like that and do mm-hmm. workout intervals but whatever so anyways cam's corner i'll just get into it oh my gosh we're jumping in okay i think i've already talked to you talked about it in the past the the Vaporfly next percent like volume two like next percent two basically. God bless. Can we just basically just it's the them. basically oh it's goodness. the exact same shoe as the next percent, but it just has a different upper, which I I don't know anything oh, about. Oh, we did talk about this. I feel like we did in the past, but I saw it, no, I did it again. No, that's fine. Is it more of a mesh upper? I don't. I, don't, I couldn't really I'm tell. I don't know. I couldn't tell if it was more like the Alpha Fly's upper or what, but the new upper. I would assume that the whole shoe is lighter than it what it is currently. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the the midsole is the exact same. So basically, what the important part of the shoe the is the same. So yeah, but I mean, you do get a different power transfer from different uppers, right? We've talked about this, like really. Yeah, how much of how much of your energy is wasted on like stretching the fabric? Basically, that's why hmm. your like track spikes are so like rigid. Rigid, yeah, not rigid, but like the fabric is so uh, inelastic. Yeah. 
So that was that. Um, Hoka, I guess I saw some like leaks from Hoka's new carbon shoe. They have like the carbon X, but this is like the carbon X2 basically. Um, it looks like basically the same, but they, everybody in the market now is going off of like having these, like their own design flare at the back of the heel. Like, you know how Nike has their like streamlined shape at the back Probably because it's like not critical to the shoe, shoe whatsoever. It's like just yeah. strictly designed. Well, yeah. Nike claims it's more aerodynamic, of course. which I mean, it, I mean, possibly it is kind of like that. Teardrop it is. Shape. Yeah. It, I mean, it is, especially if you're running at Elliot Kipchoge's pace, but <laughs> otherwise for seven, 30 minute miles. Yeah, for us mere mortals, it probably doesn't do too much. But um, they Hoka is using like this dovetail, so it's like the literally like the anti Nike design. So instead of having like an arrow shape, it has like two arrow shapes, and in the middle of your heel, there's like a gap, basically. Like negative space. Yeah. So I foresee those wearing down. <clears throat> I, I why? Um, wait, excuse me. Did we talk about Sarah yet? Sarah. Freaking ASIC Sarah. Uh, I, don't I think, think we so. did. No, I think we did. I think we already talked about the London Marathon and that whole okay. debacle. Then ignore me. Um, Sorry, carbon shoes just. Yeah, yeah. I think we did because she had the medal. We talked on the pod about the, her medical exemption and all that jazz. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Got it. Just BS. But anyways, okay. So <laughs> moving on. It's still carbon shoes three six one. I saw there like a leak from their carbon shoe prototype um which will be interesting to see if one of the local athletes here in boulder will use their shoes or nike's shoes i guess we'll see yeah so that um i saw a Saucony leak for endorphins like two carbon shoe which it looked just like beefier because i think their current stack height is like 34 30 five millimeters okay. so i'd assume they just bump it up to the 40 millimeter limit and they're like okay go We're wild good, basically because yeah. that's about all you can do at this point um in the same leak they also had a endorphin trail shoe which yeah. i would assume was like their race how trail little shoe. sense does that make to you because it see, makes pretty much negative sense to me well my thing is like you're not going that we we're talking with our one of our listeners while they were here too about it and it's like the main thing with trail running is like obviously stability, like traction, and comfort, and probably like lightweight, like how lightweight yeah. it is. I feel like um, any of those things we said, not a single one of them, is like carbon plate and. But I don't think that that their shoe. It didn't say anything on this sh- endorphin trail shoe that that had a plate in it. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like their like fancy foam, oh. but I I couldn't tell. But I don't know what that would do because it'd be too squishy because you're already running on like soft surfaces or softer surfaces, and, or like, like rocks that you need. Like, that's what I'm worried about. Stuff. I'm worried about people twisting an ankle. Because I know a lot of like the trail shoes have like rock plates in them, so you don't feel the rocks and you like know? grippies. Yeah, I I don't know. It's seems like a strange concept because i was always like what what shoes would you use for racing on trails because lone peak ultra yeah ultra has a lot of great trail running shoes that people race in that are like lightweight I know. they're everything you need in, in a trail shoe you know yeah so stay tuned for that we'll see what happens with that um 
<laughs> we'll see. Yeah, what was that leak? Was that like someone took a picture, like from someone like who their, works at Saucony? I don't know, or like Wasn't from like weird? their like investor like magazine sort of thing. Something I don't know. It looks something very Wild. strange. That's definitely breaking somebody's contract somewhere. Yeah. So what else happened? There was, um, I, th- I thought it was a new Argon eighteen bike. I could be mistaken there. It might be one of the ones that they just had, like a lot of the pros haven't been riding, but it looked like a new Argon eighteen bike. But the main thing about this bike was that the athlete I saw, like posting about it, had seemingly fifty one speed shop bars on it, but uh-huh. they were like custom kind of like the like the super era ones the ones that are like mm-hmm. molded to your forearms what did we call those you called them something and i asked you to say it a bunch of times i don't remember did I, were they just cups like no cups i don't know but but stay tuned to see if 51 speech up scoops scoops maybe there were scoops yeah so stay tuned to see if they actually release <coughs> yeah scoops. that's interesting um canyon also released their new tri bike um Honestly, when I saw it, I wasn't too... I, I still don't really think it's a very attractive bike. Oh, I've always liked Canyon stuff. I liked their last one, but this new one, I just... I don't really like. Maybe it'll grow on me, but basically, they, like, fully reintegrated the the front cockpit. It looks completely different. It looks more like the Cere- the new Cerevelo uh, P5, mm. um, like, with, like, the mono riser thing. Um what else? They have like an integrated hydration system, but this time it's not in front of your stem. It's actually like Underneath. built in the down tube, basically. They have a storage box that's actually right above the bottom bracket, which is kind of Weird. interesting. Yeah. Above as in like under, right? Yeah. As it like it's on the underside of your bicycle. They did have, what was the, I thought there was something cool about their like bento box. Yeah, it's I don't remember what it was. also underneath you. No, it's like it's right where it should be, like right where it is on our tracks. It's like okay. right on your top tube. But I thought that there was something interesting about it. Like it had like a like an actual good hatch, like so things wouldn't actually fly out. Like it wasn't just like silicone based. It was yeah. actually like like you could like actually latch it down, like open it up like a little door. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I can't really think of much else that there was that I was like, ooh, that's really cool. I, yeah, Morgan's showing me a picture of it right now. I just I just don't like the design of it. It just looks... I think every bike just looks more and more like the speed concept every day. This I don't think this looks like... A, I think this looks more like a cube bike. So what is this thing? What? Let I'm zooming in. The on. bottle? Yeah, is that just water? That's just a water bottle. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's about... I think those are the major like highlights. Question on this bike. Could you put what we, like, our hydration system up front? I don't know. You'd have to, like, I I have no idea. Interesting. That's something I feel like I always think about. It's like, where did you put water? You put it in your down tube. Oh, duh. Yeah, it's, like, actually, like, fully integrated into the frame so you don't have to worry about it. My my concern with that is, like. Mold. Yeah, mine's, like, how do you clean it? Because, like. (laughs) Infinite. Yeah, like, can you replace it? Or, like, what do you do? Do you take it out? It would get gross. Maybe it's like a wa- removable water bottle. Yeah, I have no idea. Because, like, that's my concern with, like, the shiv, too. It's like mm-hmm. they have a bladder in that thing. And, like, I don't know. I will say this bike looks better than the specialized shiv. But it seems like every – oh, it also has disc brakes. That's also a big change because it seems like everything in the market, including TT bikes, is moving to disc brakes, which right. is odd. But, alas, here we are. But I will. I, I think it looks better than the shiv. I'll say that. 
So rim breaks till I die, man. Yeah, it's just yeah. I don't know. I, we can't really do anything about the market. It's the way the it's going. Yeah, so it's because a couple of people sold it to a couple of people, and now everyone's been talking about how great rim breaks are, but they're really not that great. Yeah. So what else? Um, I guess the last thing that we saw was a cool set of Adidas and uh, what, what am I trying to say? Adidas yeah, released some cool cycling shoes. Dude, I'm about to buy them. <laughs> and uh, everyone voted that I would wear them more than you. They're just uh, they're basically sambas. That's why they're cool, man. Yeah. When you have to ride at two and you have to play indoor soccer at <laughs> three. Yeah. So, um. Thanks for laughing at my joke. I'm sorry. I was I was reading. Golly. Tough crowd, happened? man. Soka laughed. Well, what other news? So I'll just go, I'll keep running through whatever news I have. I don't have that much more. Um, the You've pizza... been taking a lot of notes, haven't you? I know. I've been taking notes for like literally the past month about <laughs> everything. He has like multiple pages in his and I've like app. And I've like literally like weeded it down to like only the stuff that's important. You probably, I mean, honestly, most of you have probably already seen this, but. But Those didn't of you miss hearing Cam tell you about it? Yeah. Um, the PTO actually announced their maternity leave policy, which Speaking is Speaking really of cool. which, Rennie's pregnant. Rennie is pregnant. Yeah, we she's about that, to have a baby. I think when we last spoke. No, I think we did. We didn't say it, though. Yeah. She's, like, about to pop. She's, like, 30-something weeks. Oh, yeah. She was definitely pregnant then. I'm pretty sure I knew it before that, didn't I? I saw... I noticed that she wasn't posting any pictures. Recent <laughs> right. pictures. And, and they I posted that really silly Tim and Rennie video oh, that didn't make God. any sense. Yeah, like what it was like a joke that went on for far too long, and no one really got the joke even at the end. Like there was no real punchline. Uh, yeah, but anyway, their kid's really cute. So, um, so the PTO announced maternity leave policy. It's based off of your like previous world ranking as a female. Okay. And then like what that world ranking would get you at your like annual bonus plan, basically. So like for example, and their example that they use, if you're ranked number five. In the world, you'd be entitled to um, a sixty thousand dollar bonus payment at the end of that calendar year, which is what their current bonus like plan is. So you'd be paid five thousand dollars a month. If you were ranked what in the world? Number five in the world. I think I need to start training. <laughs> no, this is if you're number five and then you get pregnant and have a baby. Like okay. this is incentivizes like you can have a baby and still be Let's a triathlete, basically. Get me training, and then yeah, you can get pregnant and have yeah. a baby. Me, I don't yeah. want a child. Sorry, <laughs> we've got a dog. So that's yeah, a, it's cool incentive. That's awesome. Yeah, thank goodness somebody's actually doing because I know a lot of I at least. I mean, I think this is still going to plague female athletes because who's to say that you'll ever recover or like. Or want to. I or mean, like want to. There or... are so many things that go into having a baby, and of course we can't I know. even it, begin like completely to changes it. your life. And like I can't even. Yeah, just having this dog is. I'm too like much. I might quit driving. <laughs> I need to become a stay-at-home mom. So that's cool. Um, what else happened? Um, I think right after we went off the air, um, British Triathlon announced their first four athletes for their olympic team whoa okay so can i guess who they are yeah go ahead the two brownleys no only one brownie Allie. which which brownie alistair no nah he was not johnny johnny was announced yes really and there's three females don't look you're cheating i don't know who any of them are wait is the one you have a crush on her yeah what's her name georgia taylor brown okay 
And yeah. I don't know anyone else. Jess Learmonth and then Vicky Holland. So oh, okay. Those are the four. They're announced. They all look very much like they could be sisters. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Probably because they're just all British and they all look the same. Okay. Just pasty. They're like just, they haven't seen the sun. And... Just three white blonde women. <laughs> With blue eyes. <sighs> okay, anyway. Um, two more things on my list. One, the, the literally the entirety of the Zwift Pro Tri-Series mm-hmm. like, was announced and happened during the time that we were off. Really? So hopefully you caught it. If... Wait, I didn't catch it. Oh, I, I definitely what? told you about it, but I'm saying I'm talking about hopefully like you, the listener, caught it. No, I know, but I feel like if I didn't catch it and we brushed our was teeth exciting. in the same sink. Yeah, I thought it was exciting, but like they did a ver- very interesting format. It was three three weeks and each week there was one race or like one day of racing but each one of those days there were technically three races within that one so oh just kidding i did the first one was like a points race didn't ash gentle win one no paula did that's your thing ash didn't race um each each, like each one had three different races within it and so it was total of nine races over three weeks basically but it basically went like male race number one, female race number one, male race number two, female race number two, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it happened over like a two-hour time frame, which I honestly did not like because I thought two hours was a little too long. Again, I think the commentators, it was... They're just so boring. They're just... Oh, and they like mispronounce... Everyone's everybody's name. name. And I'm like, I don't know why. why, why how did you get this They also job? don't have anything ever interesting to say. No. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, we can go on. We've already harped on that enough. But uh, the, the like, format of it being two hours, I just thought was, like, a little too long. I'm just going to backtrack really fast and just say that I wouldn't have anything to say for two hours. Watching a couple of people ride bikes inside. You know? But yeah. I feel like there's a better way to produce the races to make them exciting. And I think they tried that because they had, tr- like, their, each race was, like, probably under 50. I would say, like, somewhere in the realm of 15 to 20 minutes. So they tried to make it, like, shorter and exciting. Yeah. But the first race every week was, like, a points race. Um, like, it had, like, points for every sprint banner, which was, like, very frequent. And then add like, a bunch of points for the finish banner or, like, for the final sprint. The next one was just like a first across the line race, and the last one was always like a time trial. Okay. So it was fine. I don't know. What was this? Zwift commentators? It was, yeah. What? Zwift commentators? Like Zwift provided or Iron Man provided? Zwift. Zwift is all Zwift Pro Tri series. Like it was like when it, what happened initially during COVID. Yeah. I but felt like I liked those a lot more than I liked the Iron Man. It was also like very tasks. complicated scoring, because like. Each race, of course. So like each race, obviously had like its points, but then like they totaled up all those points for that day, and then like depending on how you did for that day over three races, then you got more points depending on your placement for that day, and then that was like your first day point total. So it's like the opposite of a weighted average. I don't know. It was like just me explaining it and you talking. I have no (laughs) idea what how it was scored. It was very confusing. But at the end of the day, um, the winners 
Um, we'll start with the male side was Anthony Costas. Um, he second. did great over the last Zwift races. Yeah, yeah. I was tagging was, him all the he time. He only lost to Lionel, and Lionel actually pulled out this last time. I don't know if that was to prepare for Daytona or what. But Antony Costa's one, James Kinema got second, and Jackson Laundrie got third. So familiar names. Yeah, those are all the, the big. Remember the stars. good old days when I would post those every Wednesday and people would repost us. Yeah, that feels like years ago. Yeah, and then over on the women's side, Melanie Maurer got first. Emma Pallant got second, or Emma Pallant, as they God would say. Bless. Pallant. Pallant. Palant. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, I don't know how you get that. But um, and then third was Paula Finley. Ooh, so she good got for third place. Yeah, she did really well. Good for her. Yeah. Um, what else do you have to talk about? Because this made me think of something else. My last thing was just who your picks are for Daytona because that happens. This that was week. what I was gonna ask. So. Wow. Obviously Daytona. Can I see the start list? Yes. Okay. I'll pull it up. But so the. Arguably the biggest race of the triathlon series or triathlon of twenty twenty, folks, is of all Daytona. of like five races that have gone off. Um. Yeah. So, so we are testing Ahsoka's patience right now. No, no, I know, but um, we're down to fifteen minutes before her bedtime. So, Challenge Daytona happens this week. It's the PTO Championship. It's got like a one million hundred fifty thousand dollar prize purse. And basically, after twentieth place, every athlete is guaranteed twenty five hundred dollars just to like finish. That's so awesome! That's really Honestly, awesome. God bless, man. Because it, it's, I mean, Cody Beals did a great segment on it, and it was basically like, um, it was like that incentivizes like athletes who would typically avoid championship races because obviously, like, yeah. if you don't place in the top ten, you're definitely losing money. So they're gonna and go so to it's like a huge, somewhere yeah, random. yeah. So yeah. you're gonna go to like seventy point three Ecuador because you know you're going to get like first or second. And it's gonna be a big resume booster, and it's actually gonna be worth your money. Right. And like, it's just a huge financial risk and like stress and preparation to prepare for these big championship races. Right. Absolutely. So, anyways, I think this is really good because then you can get a much deeper field. So, it's, I think it's really cool. And but, it's um, so much more competitive because you're really racing. Yeah. For cash money. Yeah. So, um, let's see it. Here are the start lists, Morgan. Okay. We're looking at it live, or not live, but they announced the final start list. Um, I will say they had a segment, I don't know what happened to it, but they had a segment of people who were not able to start due to injury. That list included names like Jan... Um, Daniela, I'm trying to think. Are of... they really injured? Is Daniela injured? I think she was. I don't remember what Jan. What happened? I think he had a crash. Morgan Pearson is 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 yeah, racing. Yeah, Morgan and Matt McElroy are both racing. Um, I'd like to see Matt McElroy do something. I mean, what if I have Matt right? McElroy as my third place? I mean, I don't care. But um, then like another one. I think Lucy can't go because of, like, lockdowns, lockdowns. in the UK. Um, I thought there was some other notable... Tim Don is racing. I mean, there's a lot of people racing. Me. Sam Long will be there. Interesting. This is going to be very so, exciting. So, I mean, I'll at least start... I, I Do you want to do your top three? Yeah, let's just, just do top three. Because otherwise, we'll have to rank everyone. Holy yeah, mackerel, I mean, these it's are... really tough. This is thick. I know. I mean... So I think my winner is I think it's definitely gonna be Holly. 
Wow. Holly Lawrence. Okay. I think second is, I'm going to say, oh, that's the person I was missing for the injured. I think it was uh, Imogen Simmons. Oh. And that was a big name. Cause, yeah. Because the, um, the distance is, like, most similar to a half Ironman. Mm-hmm. And so I was just thinking, like, the people that have dominated halves have been Daniela, Holly, Imogen. Those, I mean, those mm-hmm. are the three people. Those are the top, that was the top three last year at 7.3 Worlds, and they basically dominated. Right. Meredith Kessler. Yeah. Oh, we love her. But I'm going to say Holly in first. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Laura Phillip in second, and then I'm going to okay. say Paula Finley in third. That's going to be my podium for the women. I foresee both races basically happening in the same way. I okay. think. I think. Wait, can I do my top three girls? Well, I was gonna say how I thought oh. they're gonna. I'll let oh, you know. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> just before we continue, I think that basically, just like Kona last year for the men's race, I think it's basically gonna be won or lost on the swim. Mm-hmm. And like, but if you don't make the front pack, you're out of it. Because it's so flat. Yeah, and and they can all kind of bike and yeah, and they run can the like same. bike technically like in a pack, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a huge draft zone, but so but yeah. like I was thinking like they have a lot of short course athletes and they're obviously going to be good at swimming, so that's not an issue. So it's going to be a big pack. But then I think some of the seven point three athletes who are good swimmers are going to be able to stick with them, mm-hmm. whereas there are some seven point three athletes who are not so good swimmers who I think are going to be out of the race instantly. Then I think there will be some seventy point three athletes like Lionel or Seb who are good enough bikers to bike their way back to the front. Okay. However, I think a lot of the short course athletes, because it's a time trial bike, I think they will struggle struggle on the bike. Because you be can't draft. However, yeah. they're also very good runners. True. So some of them might be able to run their way How back into the, the game. It's like a like a twelve mile. What the heck? Yeah, it's a very strange distance. Okay. Um I think some of them might be able to run their way back, but obviously they're uh, most of the seventy point three athletes are crazy good runners too. But that is my female podium. Who is your female podium? Holly also is winner. Yeah. Okay. Because I agree. I think she's done too much over the last she she's two uh, three years where she's just dominated. Yeah, just that that distance. Right. Um, ooh, I didn't realize Heather Jackson was racing. She just. I. She just. She was at one point, I think, good at halves. But also, did she... you see Leslie Smith is racing? Yeah, we love her. She's local. So okay, Holly's number one. <clears throat> number two is Paula Finley. Okay. Number three is Annie Hogg. Yeah. Okay. Done. Wow. Those are my top three. I struggle because I always want to choose people because I like them. Yeah. And then obviously they're not going to win because I like them. Yeah. All right, so um, but Paula did great last year. I'd like to see a doubleheader. If if that doesn't happen, if it's not Holly, Paula, Annie, I'd love to see Paula take another win. That'd be awesome. Heck yeah, Paula. So then over on the men's side is also I feel I think, like I recognize every single name on I this know. list. The men's side I think Vincent is way Louis. more difficult. Johnny Brownlee. Yeah. Is Allie racing? Yes. It's it's like I think the men's field is way deeper. And I, I just, think Vincent Louis is the ultimate wild card for this race. Yeah, because he's yeah. I don't know. It's so difficult, but he's never done a distance like this. Mm-hmm. But then there's also like Sam Long. There's Morgan Pearson in the race, who's just ran a one hundred two half marathon. Matt McElroy, who Matt pretty McElroy much consistently do does too. that. Like there's so. Many. I think Alistair's gonna win it. 
You think Alistair? It's, I think it's going to be a race between Alistair and Javi. See, my, my thing is, like, I, I think, I mean, obviously, Ali and Javi can stick with the top mm-hmm. guys on the swim, so, like, them and Vincent Lou can break away. What if Sam Appleton wins it? That'd be awesome. I don't think he will, but... I thought we saw Cody Beals in the pool yesterday. No. It was not him. <laughs> I... So, who's your... Here, who's your podium? Uh, oh, Seb, too. I know. Oh, this is harder because I feel like I... And Lionel. Don't forget about Lionel. And Rudy Von Berg. Listen. And they're all... I'm not going to put Lionel in my top three just because he's not my favorite athlete. But he has had some crazy <laughs> But he's probably going to win it. But yeah. the thing is, is that he'll struggle on the swim. He'll struggle on the swim. But he's been working on it. Also, uh, just a quick note, too. For some reason, they've been advertising. The PTO has been advertising. In order to watch the event, that you have to somehow donate. I don't know if anybody else has seen that. They said, like, donate to watch. I looked into it today, and you don't have to donate in order to watch the event. They'll actually broadcast it free. But that was just some crappy advertising on their part to try and get you to donate to their cause. But anyways, go on. So that's a disclaimer you can watch it free yeah. on, it will be on December 6th, which is this coming Sunday. What time? I think it's 9.30 Eastern, so 7.30 Mountain Time, or 6.30 Pacific. Well, we'll be up. Thank you. Our little beast. dog. So who's your... Okay. Pick? I have Alistair winning it. Okay. And then, can you scroll? Yeah. Okay, Alistair Hobby. Oh, but I want Hobby to win. You gotta pick. Alistair Hobby. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I can't believe I just said that. And then who? And then... Who's third? Remember Gustav Eden, he's been on fire. Is what's his name racing? Is Blumenfeld racing? Yeah, I think I saw his name. Blue... Oh no. No, he's not. Um, And then wait, who's last? Can you scroll all the way down to that list? Yeah, it's Matt McElroy. And then Matt McElroy's number three. three. My men's race is kind of all over the place because I feel like they're all very evenly matched. There's no real... I don't think he will, but... No, I know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I think it's gonna be Javi. Okay. I'm gonna go Javi, then Allie. Okay. Do you think it's gonna be a sprint finish? Because I think it's gonna be a sprint no, finish. No, I, I don't think. You it think will. somebody's gonna run away with it? Yeah, I think. I think Javi, Allie, and then. Seb. No, and then I'm gonna choose Lionel. That, that's okay. My, those are that's my top three. Wow! So neither of us chose the defending champs. As like Lionel our, is. Yeah, but not as our winners. Yeah, but last year's field wasn't scenario. as deep. But Lucy was there, and Lucy's a pretty yeah, but great athlete. She was like, she was only on like four weeks of training or something crazy after Kona. Paula like, had literally of... just turned around from winning Indian Wells. Yeah, which means she's like peaking. Or fatigued. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, we'll find out next week yeah, who stay tuned. was right. That'll be cool. Thanks for sticking with us. I know. We've been bad friends. Please stay healthy because things are getting really bad. Yeah, just stay home. Just Honestly, don't go anywhere. I was so just thinking easy. about how we should just avoid like the pool in general. I mean, I wish we could. The grocery store. At least we live generally far away from where pro... I was just thinking because so many people... I'm seeing like Joe Gambles, Matt McElroy, Morgan Pearson... All these people who are here. Is Taylor Spivey racing this? No. But Vincent Louis is. Do you think she's going? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, But yeah, like Cam said, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And stay safe. Stay healthy. We love you.